My name is Tom Britt, and this is my podcast show. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. Tom Britt coming to you from downtown Fishers, the capital of the Town Post Network. And I'm here with my faithful sidekick, Mr. Dave Anderson from Leedstra. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thanks for stepping up and helping again. And Dave, I've seen uh, you and I've been talking about helping other people uh, perhaps do their own podcast shows. And I think Leedstra is offering a package for those folks now. You guys can actually help folks start their own podcast like you did me. Absolutely. I think one of the things that we've been able to do as we've worked with you is to figure out that it's not nearly as difficult as it used to be. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to be doing this here on Thursdays as you and I have kind of started unofficially gathering here to do this taping. So uh, if you want to come by and watch how one's done or sit down and do a recording, and then we've got a really cool package we put together that includes some instruction, includes some planning, some consulting, and actually the recording and producing of your first episode. So um, we'll have more of that coming out. I think uh, take a look at Town Post Network and you'll hear more about it. Check out Leadster.com. But we're excited to, to work with you guys and to get this out there. It's less expensive than you think. It's not $5 million. And actually, it looks like there's snow coming down right now, Dave. Do you see that outside? That's, yeah, it's, you know, we are in that space right now, and it's Halloween day today, so it's it's one of those things. I don't see many costumes, but unfortunately, as too often happens on Halloween, the weather doesn't participate, so. <laughs> unfortunately. Well, we're getting in the holiday season with Town Post. Uh, we are announcing today, actually on this podcast, is, it actually came out on Instagram yesterday, so I can't really give credit for the debut here on the podcast, but we're going to be doing Elf on the Shelf and Fisher's. It's going to start on Black Friday, so we're going to start the day after Thanksgiving with an elf on the shelf attending many of the local boutiques, stores, uh, restaurants, any of the retailers here in the Fishers area, and it goes all the way over to Geist as well. So if any retailers are out there you'd like to host our elf on the shelf, it's really just going to be a social media spoof. We're going to go put the elf in different locations, take pictures of the elf at your restaurant or your boutique. You can dress them up. You can do what you want with them. Right, take them drinking over to Four Day Ray here. With take them over to Four Day Ray. Let them do the sampler platter and that tenderloin possibly. But it's really going to be a social media draw to get people more aware of the shops downtown Fishers and elsewhere in Fishers, but also get people to shop local. That's a big thrust for us this holiday season. Um, our cover story for the Fishers Magazine this month is the shop local um, which is the Saturday after Black Friday. So now we're trying to make a full weekend out of this shopping madness, but uh, that was our cover this month. So as a way to support the local retailers, we're asking you guys to reach out to us. And again, you can leave me a message through the anchor.fm link on our page. It's a voicemail message. Um, or you can just email us, um, tom at townpost.com, and tell us you want to be involved in it, and we'll try to hook you guys up. So that's coming for the holidays, we're pretty excited about it. I've never done Elf on the Shelf. My kids are too old for that. I think it kind of came after my kids were older. Yeah, I think that's that's one of those things that we missed as well. But, you know, I will tell you, the, the thing that's exciting about that is just how many cool places there are here in Fishers. And uh, Leedster is kind of new coming back over here after a while. We'd, we'd been down uh, a little bit more in the Geist area with our office, but we're back here now in the Spark Apartment places. And... I'm just blown away with the, how many cool places there are to shop and how many fun things there are to do. There have always been a lot of hidden gems, but if you haven't been to Fishers lately, you ought to come down here, find the elf, and, and have some fun. Yeah, have some fun with us. Yeah, you moved your offices from Mars Hill, I think, to the south side. Of yeah, you right? know, I mean, we've 
we had undisclosed location for the longest of times. <laughs> Thanks to that witness protection program, Dave is now out, and he can use his real name again. But uh, no, this week we actually mailed our November issues just yesterday, so we should start seeing those in the mailboxes starting today on Halloween through the rest of the weekend. Our Geist cover story this month is about Pizza King coming to Geist, a big deal there. Um, evidently, it's an ownership group. It's a family group that owns 48 Pizza Kings around uh, Indiana and through the Midwest. And this is the first one they've done here. Now, they've got one, I believe, out in Fortville. There's a Pizza King out there. In Amer- the first one I ever went to when I was a kid, I went to the one at Ball State. You ever been to the one at Ball State? It's right across from the dorms. I don't um, think I've been to that one. We've been out to a couple of nights. You know, I was thinking about where it was because we used to go out when we did softball with my daughter. And we would go out after the team. That was a favorite of the teams to go because it had so many cool places and cool yeah. things for the for the kids to do. The square pizza, right? The square pizza, pizza slices. But no, that's one of my favorite places. So I haven't been there yet. It's actually... Um, it's where the old Red Saki uh, used to be. And I did get here from Tim last week. He heard us uh, talk about it on the podcast. Um, good news about Tim. He is relocating Red Saki. They're going to rebrand it as Bonsai Fortville. And it's going to be in downtown Fortville opening in two weeks. They said about November 11th it should be open again. But it's got the same chef, um, a lot of the same people coming back. Just a new location. It'll be right across the street from Taxman in downtown Fortville. So... That's where Pizza King is. It's right off of Fall Creek Road and just south of Brook School Roundabout. You can see it right there, just north of Chris Schulhoff's building. And uh, so, stop by Pizza King. I, I know they're going to be. They've been really busy. They've been slammed almost every night. But I think their claim to fame is not only the square pizza, but the phones at every booth. So you actually call a phone. You call from your table to the chef in the back to order your pizza, which is kind of crazy. Sounds like we might have to do a remote there. Yeah, and I think a lot of kids have never used actually a phone before, so they're probably it's their first exactly. phone they've ever used in their life. How line. do I text on this thing? Yeah, where's the where's the where's the hashtag? But uh, now that's our cover story. Um, also, Christmas story, the, the Christmas story musical is coming to Beef and Board starting November twenty first. So that's a big sell. Um, it goes through the end of the year, but that's a huge, um, huge event for uh, Beef and Boards out there. They're over there by the pyramids. But it's a great night out. You get food. It's a buffet. Um, you get a show. It's live. And uh, it's a great time. I just want to go see that very special prize. A very special prize? Yes, it's a Fragili. <laughs> uh, I get the reference. Yeah, the old Fragili, uh, fragili um, lampshade, right? That's correct. The yeah. leg lamp. Yes. So that's coming to Beef and Boards. Also, Cortona's Italian cuisine out in Fortville celebrates their one-year anniversary this month. So I want to give a special shout-out to Simone and Beth, the proprietors of that wonderful Italian restaurant in downtown Fortville. If you guys have not been to Cortona's, you are really missing out. It's authentic, real good Italian food. It's not store-bought stuff. This guy's actually making his own pasta. Uh, he has a, a one of those brick pizza ovens with wood in it. It actually burns real wood. It's only like, I think there's only two or three in the state. Two of them happen to be in Hamilton County. And he's got one of, or not in Hamilton, he's actually in uh, Hancock County. Because there's two in the area. There's one in Hamilton County, one where he has, there's one down south somewhere. But their pizzas are amazing. It's a really quaint, cute little Italian restaurant. So congratulations, Simone. Here's a funny, not funny story. It's actually, it could have been a tragic story. Simone stopped by, I think it was two weeks ago. Um, he's looking to get some more space. They want to expand. And uh, he was stopping by, just kind of picking my brain. And he he went out to leave and I had to leave at the same time. He's on a motorcycle. And I was like, Hey, you know, 
didn't know you had a motorcycle. I, I thought you had a car. He said, no, I have a motorcycle. And he took off. Well, come to find out, like an hour later, he got hit by a, a car in front of his house. He lives down in Irvington right now. They're going to be moving out to Fortville. They're moving like this week. And uh, he, got, he got hit by a car. Oh the guy God. gets out of the car to make sure he's okay. Then he gets back in his car and takes off. So it's a hit and run. Oh, jeez. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Now, thankfully, Simone was fine, and, and he, he walked away from it, and, you know, things could have been a lot worse. But he was all upset that the guy, you know, left the scene, and they called the police. The police came out and said, well, we'll, tr- we'll try to find him. I guess it was several witnesses that saw the make and model of the car and saw the guy and everything else. So they're hoping to track him down. But, uh, you know, you're on a motorcycle. Just be careful out there. Yeah, well, now that's the problem with the motorcycle is, you know, you're not only responsible for, you know, yourself, but everybody else because, you know, if somebody doesn't see you, it's it's a bad day for you. Uh, it's mm-hmm. an inconvenience for them. Yeah. And uh, also another story this month, which is actually kind of a big deal. The Bethlehem United Methodist Church is celebrating their 175th birthday. That's hard to fathom. 175 years. 175 years. It's the oldest church structure in Hamilton County. I don't see how many others could be any older than that. <laughs> but the original structure, they've added on to it. It's been moved a little bit here and there. But they're right up there by the roundabout off of uh, exit 215, uh, like kind of um, like 7 o'clock on that roundabout dial across from St. Vincent and IU Health. Um, it's that little church to sit there. And I think they just put solar panels on top of that just recently. But they they just celebrated 175 years. I was I was trying to put my mind around that. It's like, you know, when you talk about Wrigley Field, you say, well, Babe Ruth played here. Well, that was only like 70, 80 years ago. Yeah, well, I think Indiana what just had its 200th birthday. I, I'll forget this because... Uh, don't don't kill me, folks. I was it born, was eighteen sixteen. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a while back, and uh, so you think about that. I mean, you know, these guys. That was twenty five, thirty years later that uh, that this was being built. So there wasn't much in Indiana when Indiana became a state. So the right. fact that you've got a, a church here in yeah. the north part of Indianapolis, which is probably a whole different city at that point. Right. And I think, uh, I'm not sure, but I think Jesus actually attended this church a few times. That's what I've heard anyway. Well, I think that's how they got the solar panels. That's how they got the solar panels. <laughs> well, congratulations to that church on, on such a great achievement. It's unbelievable. So if you guys uh, want to stop by there or go to their Facebook page and congratulate them, that's awesome. Also, we did a story about Green District. Uh, it's a new place just east on 96th Street, just east of I-69. It's a new um, chop salad wrap kind of restaurant. It's owned by, uh, let's see, get the guy's name right, James and Nicole Plenty is their last name. They started this new, it's a franchise, I guess, out of Louisville. So that that's in front of Walmart? It's in front of Walmart, yep. And I guess their claim to fame. I haven't been there yet. I've heard a lot of people, including, including Coach, uh, Coach Roz at... Um, Fitchick says it's one of her favorite places to go, but I guess they have really like cutesy names for everything. Like everything's kind of has a clever name. Like one of their taglines is the best GD salad in town for Green District. Best oh, GD salad. Go. And I guess they have a, a romaine lettuce salad called Romaine Calm. And they got an, <laughs> they got another one at the beet salad. It's called You Are What You Beat. <laughs> wow, that uh, which could go a couple different that's, ways. That's kind of scary, Tom. That's I thought for a minute they should let us name stuff, but it sounds like they're crazier than we are. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you might want to check out the new Green District if you're into chopped salads and wraps. They got a lot of healthy alternatives there, right in front and of Walmart beets. and beets, of course. We are what you beat. Um, so 
based on last uh, the last podcast we did, we remember we did a, a voicemail. I keep voicemails as people call into our office, and they we get the craziest voicemails from people, um, and they're just hilarious. So I promised you my favorite voicemail of all time today. Well, now look, I'm I'm gonna go on record here because Tom gave me a preview of this, and. Um, <laughs> I did not have a picture that goes with it, as you will hear. And um, in my mind, the picture was had to have been crazy. So I think we're going to feature the picture on the front of this podcast. Yeah, so the so, podcast image is going to be the photo that's in question on this voicemail. So it'll make a little, it adds a little context to it. And also a little context to this. Um, this phone call came in at like 11.51 evening. So it came in really late. So you ever seen The Blind Side and you've seen that scene where they're sitting around to send out their Christmas cards and, yeah, it's your uncle. I've had a few cold ones. And she's like, yeah, I bet you have. So I kind of envisioned that guy making this phone call. So this came in about 11 o'clock. Uh, we have a Center Grove magazine on the south side. This was a story. We had a writer. Um, her name is Stephanie, and she was a fashion blogger, okay? And she wrote several stories for us. She would take pictures. She was a model. Um, she had a photographer friend who'd take pictures of her. She would. She was a fashion blogger. She went to Center Grove High School. Very cute. Um, very with it on fashion. Had tons of followers. So I asked her probably a couple years ago if she would like to write some stories for us because we always could use some fashion tips in our markets. She agreed. She did this story. This is a story, um, and you can see from the photograph, it's just like summer fashions. So then... Um, we mail it out. Didn't think much of it. Then I get this voicemail. Yes, I'm, um, I live in Bargersville. Okay, first of all, when I get a message and they tell you where they live, first thing, it's a sign. I'm nor I was born and raised in northern Indiana. I'm 55 years old. I was flipping through your post for the first time this evening. I got halfway through, and there's a picture of a young lady, dark hair, sunglasses, butler bulldogs, trendy in Indiana. She has on a pair of men's jeans with the crotch cut out. It's called a skirt, sir. All straggly. (laughs) It's deplorable. Your whole magazine that's her skirt, not her crotch. Family oriented. I was enjoying it till I flipped this page. I found it disgusting. I mean, truly disgusting. That's trendy now. Looks like she has balls. <laughs> we'll end it there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd like to introduce him to my daughter, self straighten him out. That's just unbelievable. And you see the photo. I mean, it's just a skirt. It's a jean skirt. I, I will get it. I'm I'm a 55 year old guy too, and I don't understand. Are you from Burgersville? I'm not, okay. so I don't have the complete DNA. But uh, all right, I don't get the whole concept of, of tearing your jeans up. Uh, but I also understand that there's just certain things in the life that 55 year old white guys don't get. So. <laughs> I'm okay with that, but man, that's just something else. Oh man, I, I, this is one of my favorites of all time. So I ended up, we ended up playing that for our last Christmas party last year. I had to share that with you guys. So if you guys have your own messages, you're gonna do something crazy. Just leave us a voicemail. Or, or if there, yeah, if there's some special crazy out there that just needs to be unleashed, we want to hear it. <laughs> 
I seem to be a magnet for those people anyway. So events coming up this this weekend. This Saturday is the opening day for the Fisher's Winter Market at Roy Holland Park. It's kind of the winter, it's kind of that summer festival, summer farmer's market that moves inside for the winter time. It starts at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, goes until noon at Roy Holland Park. Starting this Saturday, if you guys have an event coming up, Dave, you got big plans this weekend? You going to do anything fun? You know what? My uh, I am sitting in and playing bass guitar for a group of people I played with a couple years ago and uh, been learning about 50 songs. So we play Friday night way down south at Wits Inn. So anybody wants to come out and make fun of me playing bass guitar for the first time in about a year and a half, come on down. <laughs> Yeah, Dave used to play with Maroon 5, right? You were on tour, just yeah, got tired I, of the road life. I was holding out for sure. True 6, but I got overwhelmed. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to head down to Louisville this weekend. We're going to spend some time with some friends who just moved down from Geist down to Louisville. And actually, we're going to play a round of golf on Saturday. I haven't played golf all year long, so this should be interesting. I, I told Jeannie, I said, well, we're going to have to get um, a couple cases of balls because I haven't played in so long. I am sure to lose at least three dozen balls. Wear your crotchless skirt so that <laughs> have a place for the balls. Uh, well, thanks for listening, you guys. Make sure you subscribe to our channels. We're now propagated on just about every podcast platform you can imagine. And until next time, uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather because it's going to get even worse as it gets colder and snowier. And don't forget about our Elf in the Shelf promo if you guys want to participate in that and host the elf at your location please hit me up at tom at townpost.com also leave me messages through our anchor.fm page or you can text your voicemail message to 317-810-0011 dave have a great weekend buddy great you too take care tom well thank you big joe stasniak for the intro you know i got to meet joe a couple months ago he was doing a live dash cam video with us for the 37 Thrives campaign, and uh, he came up. He's such a great guy, so down to earth, and uh, this month he's actually on the cover of our Brownsburg magazine. So thank you, Big Joe, for the shout-out. If you'd like to leave an intro for my podcast, please just go to my anchor.fm page. You can leave me a voicemail there, but do your own intro. Make it clever. Make it unique. You just have to announce it's a Tom Britt podcast show, and maybe I'll use it as my intro. Who knows? Well, last night was certainly a night of upsets in local politics. Uh, there were a few political races that caught me by surprise. I'm not sure if they did you, but they really caught me by surprise. I think the, the biggest slaughter of the night was the Indy Mayor's race. Uh, Jim Merritt just took a bath from Joe Hogsett. Joe Hogsett just thumped him. I think he got 71% of the vote or so. So congratulations to Joe, and, and um, best of luck to Jim. I'm not sure what he's going to do from here, but... It's quite the race there. Adam Cox, also a good friend of the family and very active out here in Geist. He lost his bid for the city council seat. So uh, best of luck to you, Adam. I know he put in a great campaign, had a lot of support and followers, and he narrowly, narrowly missed that seat. Um, also, I was really glad to see Steve Collier hang on to the mayor's seat in Lawrence. Uh, Steve has just done a great job in the city of Lawrence. If you guys are Lawrence residents on the south end of Geist Reservoir, you know that Steve has really done a 180 with that city in the last four years, so it's good to see him get another extension on his mayor's seat. Also, um, in local politics, all three school referendums on the north side passed. So Zionsville, Carmel, and Lawrence, they all passed their school referendums, which was very surprising. And Lawrence was actually a little bit of a surprise. That was kind of a big referendum, a 25 cent per th- per 100 uh, assessment um, is kind of a big deal to ask for. It's the first one time they've ever asked for one, 
but I was glad to see that get through. So congratulations to all the local schools. And it's good to know that our local people care about our schools enough to pay a little extra on their taxes to make sure they're good schools. So thank you, uh, voting public, for that. Also in Fishers, uh, probably the biggest story of all these was the election of two Democrats. Yeah, I said that. Two Democrats that actually won city council seats last night. I didn't think I'd be saying that in my lifetime, but I actually saw that happen last night. Uh, Sam DeLong beat out sitting city councilman Eric Moeller in the North Central District. Uh, Eric, I think, is the vice president of the city council currently. And uh, the president is Rich Block, and he got beat last night as well by Jocelyn Vare. Jocelyn uh, has been a longtime city activist and done a lot with the arts here locally in Fishers. And both of them came in. Um, Jocelyn was a bit of a name. Sam has not, she's only lived here for like a year. So for these people to come out of nowhere and uh, win seats is a pretty big deal. So I had a chance to sit down with Jocelyn today and uh, ask her, you know, what she thinks about the upcoming four years in her future. Here's what she had to tell me. Well, thank you, Jocelyn, and congratulations to everyone who won their local seats last night. Let's hope we all can get along and work together in the next four years for the betterment of Fishers and guys. Until then, leave me messages on my anchor.fm page. And until the next show, this is Tom Britt signing off. Have a great day, everybody.